Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. This is a day the Lord has made. We will rejoice. We will be glad in it. the faithful one, the holy one, the lovely one. Great is his faithfulness. Can anyone in here testify to that this morning? He's been faithful to you? Oh, yes. Thank you, Father.
Come on, has he been great to anybody? Come on, has the Father been great to anybody in here? Come on, he deserves our praise this morning. Come on, he's a good, good Father. He is greatly to be praised. Great is his, his faithfulness. Come on, he is always faithful to us. He is always faithful when we're not faithful to him. He is the same God today, yesterday, and forever. And we just say right now, God, we just need you today. You've been so faithful to us. You continue to be faithful to us, Father. And we thank you. And we just want to say we need you today, this moment. Lord, we need you. We call on you to just come and enter in. And we just thank you this morning, God, because you are greatly to be praised. Oh, we call your name, Jesus. We need you today. Oh, we call on the name. Say, oh God. Oh God, my God, I need you. Oh God, my God. Oh God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Dorak, Dorak, Avages. I'm standing on your faithfulness. On your faithfulness. Come on, can we lift our hands and say that today? Oh God, my God, I need you. Oh God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Standing on your faithfulness, on your faithfulness, as you heard your children, then you hear your children. Come on, he hears you today. You are the same God. You are the same. You answer
It's running out. It's running out. 
Jesus testify. Hallelujah. And all my life you have been so, so you sing that out all my life. Isn't he worthy? Oh, isn't he worthy of your praise? He's worthy, worthy, worthy. Oh, you're worthy, Lord. Every bit of praise, every bit of worship. Forever you are the 
Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of worshiping a faithful God, a holy God, the God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the God who is running after us with goodness and mercy, the God who has been faithful at every turn, in good times and in bad. In every season, you are there. You stand with us. You are faithful, and we give you all the praise. Can we lift up our best shout of praise to the faithful God this morning? Thank you, Holy Spirit. We worship you and we give you praise now and forevermore. All God's people said amen. If you can, you can be seated in his presence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody lift up the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Come on, lift your voice like you haven't done yet today. 
I know today, today is uh, technically, it's Pastor Appreciation Day and we've got this nice order of service up here, but you know what, I'm going to interrupt it for a moment. Because as the senior pastor, I know I can speak for all of our staff pastors In saying this, we humble ourselves. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 20, it says, Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, comma, that great shepherd of the sheep, so, Lord, today we thank you. You are the great shepherd. You're the ultimate pastor. You're the ultimate covering. You're the ultimate warrior. You're the ultimate intercessor. You're the ultimate go-between. You're the ultimate mediator. You're the ultimate one that will guard, protect. You're the ultimate one that will give guidance and direction. And, Lord, we humble ourselves today. And God, in this atmosphere of worship, how dare we acknowledge us fleshly pastors who pursue your heart without first acknowledging you, the great shepherd of the sheep. Whew. Would you give honor to that great shepherd? Come on, somebody. He's the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be the Lord God Almighty who was and who is and who is to come. Blessed be the great God. Blessed be that great shepherd of the sheep of God. And Lord God, today we thank you for this day that we can come together and we celebrate the pastors of this house. But Lord, we acknowledge that, that we are under you and that if we're not following your direction and following your heart and following your voice as the great shepherd of the sheep, then we are unqualified and disqualified. But I know, I know those who labor among me. And I know today that we are after your heart. We're after your mind. We're after your will, your desire, and your design. Hallelujah. We honor you today. Lord, I pray that if there's any person in here that is lost, Jesus, you said that you would leave the 90 and 9 to go find that one. So, friend, if you're in here today and you are separated from God, it doesn't matter what you've done. 
doesn't matter how good you hide it or it doesn't matter if it's just blatant in everybody's face. Let me tell you something today. The great shepherd of the sheep of God, of the Father, he loves you today. How many of y'all saved in here today and you're glad he loves you? Would you just give him a praise? Give him a thanksgiving today? Hallelujah. 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 Would you stand to your feet just one more time and acknowledge him as the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords? Hallelujah. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the rock. Blessed be my rock, my salvation. Hallelujah. service up over where I wouldn't have to get up here. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> but I would like to welcome everybody. Pastor, we've back, got a full house. Woo! Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to welcome the ones online too. I hope you feel what we feel in this place this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <clears throat> You know, I was over there thinking, looking at all y'all. I said, if they act like this now, what are we going to do when we get to heaven? Goodness gracious. We won't have to worry about being tired or sore or hurting or nothing. Glorified bodies, we'll be able to go on and on. We'll be able to do it all night long. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> I just welcome everybody. You, you're, so, you're so welcome in this place. And if you happen to be here, the very first time. I hope you got a bulletin. If you don't have one, raise your hands if this is your first time. The back of the bulletin, we got a little brochure. We don't want your social security number or nothing like that. We ain't after you with what you got. We just want to know who you are. And most importantly, if you have any prayer requests, you put them on there and I guarantee you somebody will be praying for you this week. And if you need somebody to pray for you, you grab Grab anybody in here, because I, I see a lot of people that can pray. If you need prayer for you get out of here, you ask for it. But you put it on here, your number and all. You're welcome to call us. You're welcome back anytime. I hope you're back again. Don't let this be the first and only time. You come back and see us. 
get to meet everybody. You'll, you'll feel at home. But I'm so glad to be a part of her church. And I feel, I feel at home. I, I really do. I feel at home. I feel at peace being here. A couple of announcements. We won't have any service this afternoon. We're going to give the pastors the day off. The evening off, rather. They probably don't want that, but we're going to make them stay home. They ain't coming out here. <laughs> Just enjoy your family. Or do whatever you want to. And for everybody else, after service today, when you get ready to go, the usher's going to be outside. They're going to have some little blue tickets. I didn't see the color. They're going to have some corner ice. I hope that's Philip and Sharita doing that. <laughs> but it's good stuff. So everybody go in front of me so I can clean up. I get all I want if I, everybody else has already been served. Amen? <laughs> but I just, like I said, I just want to welcome everybody and, and make yourself at home. Like pastors already said, if you don't know Jesus, what better place to know him this morning? I hope God will jump all over you. And beat them down, Lord. <laughs> Sick on them. Get them. But, but make yourself at home. And if you need anything, let somebody know. Don't leave here wanting anything. If we can't get it, we can pray in agreement for you to get it according to his will. You know, I remind God every day according to your will, Lord. But I, I want to welcome everybody. If you would, welcome my other brother by another mother, Charles. Are we have any blessed people this morning? Well, it sounded like they were right in here. How about over here? Are there any blessed people? I'm not asking that section. How about over here? I'm, I'm mad because he got the day off. We do. We are blessed. Everyone here is blessed. I'm especially blessed. I'm blessed for another reason. This morning I've got a. I had a special blessing. I've got my grandson Parker and his wife Haley, all the way from Illinois. Here. I enjoyed having them, but the first thing I said was, how long are you going to stay? <laughs> no, seriously, it's time to give. Well, that was weak. How many of you know we, we've worshipped in song? Now we get an opportunity to, to worship in giving. If, if you look at the scriptures, when you read the scriptures in Psalms 24, the pastors use this scripture. He says, the, for the earth is the Lord's. And what? The fullness thereof. Another, another version says everything that's in it. So everybody say, I, I am, in am in the Lord's earth. The Lord's earth. So that means, that, means that, I that I and everything that I have, that I have belongs to, belongs to it belongs to him. We have an opportunity now to give back to him. I think they're showing the video up there, the different ways that we have to give. I don't know about you, but I like just coming forward and giving that here. 
it, it seems to be special to me, you know. We need to give back to him what he has given us. He's, he, he's, he's allowed us to be stewards of his stuff, not ours, even though we have it. I'm going to ask the ushers if they'll come forward. If you need an envelope, envelope, envelope however you pronounce it. Well, some people. <laughs> Raise up your hand if you need one. Uh, while they're doing this, let me remind you that this is our tithe and offerings. This is not the gifts to the pastors, okay? It's going to be separate. You'll get an opportunity later in order to do that. Bless the Lord, somebody. Good gracious. Wake up. Come on, guys. I'm sorry. Come on, ushers. <laughs> Everyone would stand. We have an opportunity now to give to God. So if you would, Come on forward and present your offerings to him. Somebody move. Thank you for giving.
do we have our confession to show? Okay. Let's say our confessions over the offerings and tithes this morning. As we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritance, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessing and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There's abundance in this house. There is abundance in this house. There is abundance in my house. In the name of Jesus and on the authority of God's holy word. Thank you. Amen. Okay. Now, let us bless y'all for me. Father God, we acknowledge to you that you are our provider. Bless and multiply this tithes and offerings today and make us good stewards of your provision. You are more than enough and you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Says the stone that was rolled at the tomb in the garden. What happens when God says no? I'm feeling through it and now. I'm feeling through it and now. I'm feeling through it and now. Do it now. Do it now. This is the sound of the dry bones rattling. Praise, make a dead man walk again. So hope in the grave.
on, y'all join in with us. Say, I hear the sound. I hear the sound. Oh, I hear the sound. I hear the sound. Oh, I hear the sound. I hear the sound. Oh, I hear the sound. I hear the sound. Oh, I hear the sound. I hear the sound. a few songs for you guys this morning, so just worship with us. They're a little nervous, but they'll be all right. Yeah. 
as they're going down, um, on behalf of all the youth leaders, if you look back here, Tyler Lockie in the sound booth, my wife Courtney in the sound booth, Elise and Cameron, where are you guys at? Cameron, Cameron's back there. We love, we love, love, love working with these teens. Um, we have just now started our fundraiser, getting ready to start ramping up for Accelerant. But what we did was we took it amongst ourselves to uh, have some worship time, but also to poke a little fun at Pastor Tim. Of course, like like we did last year, but we let them do it this year. So uh, throw your attention to the screen so uh, you can enjoy a little bit of laughter. That was too good. <laughs> Has the Lord been good to anybody today? Yeah. Amen, amen. You know, it's good to have a reminder, so I got made a little sticky so I wouldn't forget something. Children's Church, you may dismiss out this door right here. Today is actually the first Sunday for uh, the children's program. It's already almost Christmas, y'all. Almost Christmas. So if we have any more children... They may have already got all of them. Usually you'll see one come running across the front going out that way. <laughs> Children's Church may be dismissed, all right? Has the Lord been good? Yeah. Amen. Thank God for his presence today. Well, there's one. <laughs> no shame in his game. Couple more, couple more. Last chance, last chance. All right, I think we're all good now, all right? All right, if you have your Bibles, we're going to go to the book of Revelation, okay? Now, don't get, don't get, don't get scared about me this morning, all right? I'm, I'm not going to go too deep and talk about the seven seals and all this stuff this morning, okay? But I want to give you a word that the Lord dropped in my spirit this week. Revelation chapter 5, 
Okay, Revelation chapter 5. And they'll have it up on the screen for you. When you get there, say amen. And if your neighbor don't have their Bible, tell them, hey, it's on the screen. All right, beginning in verse 1, it says, And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and loose his seals? And no one in heaven here or, or here on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or look to it. Say, Nobody. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But look at this right here, verse 5. It says, But one of the elders said to me, Don't weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah. My goodness, I feel it. It feels good in here today. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of of David has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose his seven seals. And I looked and behold in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had, it had been slain having the seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand and he sat on the throne. Verse 8 it says, Now when he had taken the scroll the four living creatures and twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb each having a heart and golden bowls full of incense which are the prayers of the saints and they sang a new song saying you are worthy to take the scroll and to open his seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Verse 11 says, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing and every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth such as are in the sea and all that are in them I heard saying blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever verse 14 says then the four living creatures said amen and the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever we serve a living God today, folks. Amen. Tonight, towards this, this evening, I know we're, we'll look at the time. We'll get you out in a good time today, okay? I won't preach too long. My wife will look at me and say, all right, it's time to, time to close it up. All right? But today, in the end, we win. In the end, we win. In the end, we win, folks. If you are a child of the living God, if your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, in the end, we win. Many of us may be facing circumstances that are beyond our control today. Many of you are struggling, going through things of life. And listen, we can all say and take inventory that life is happening for all of us. Life will hit us sometimes. Sometimes it's going good. Life is going good. But then all of a sudden, life will hit you and it will remind you that we need to stay close to Jesus no matter what the situation is. As I was preparing today, Holy Spirit was, and I was in prayer about Wednesday. And, and listen, God's been doing something for me. He doesn't like to give me something until a couple days before I got to preach. And if you ever had to been up here, this is 
isn't fun, okay? But listen, I was praying Wednesday. I said, God, you got to give me something. I need something for your people. I know it's pastor's appreciation. I know it's just a special service that we honor our pastors. And, and I, but I, I want to give something directly to your people. He says, remind my children who I am. Remind my children who I am. And I'm so glad to know that there is a God that we serve today that is still sitting on the throne. He has not left his throne today. He is still in control. He is still seated at the right hand of the Father. He's still making intercession for you and I. He's still looking out for our good and for his glory. He is still looking out for us. I'm so glad to know he does not sleep nor slumber. He doesn't get tired and weary. He doesn't get worried about what's going to happen tomorrow because he's already in tomorrow. He holds tomorrow. He holds our future. He holds your future. He holds your destiny in the palm of his hands. So he doesn't worry. So whenever he's in charge, we don't have to worry because he's got our best interests in mind. Many of us are going through family issues. Many of us may be facing work issues or marital issues, financial burdens, chaos in home, or unrest in your mind. But the, and listen, we understand that our enemy is after our soul. He's after us each and every day. When we become a child of the living God, he is after us because he does not want us to walk in what God has for us. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 5 and 8, he says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a rowing lion seeking whom he may devour listen I talked about the lion of the tribe of Judah but now we've got another adversary who is like a lion throw that picture up there Courtney anybody ever seen this movie and if you remember, whenever he first jumped out, he tried to scare Dorothy and tried to scare, I think it was Tim Man with him, tried to scare him. And, and listen, he started roaring and, and, and Dorothy, she bucked back up at him. She said, listen, you can't be quitting so mean to somebody, people like that. And he kind of cowered back and forth. Listen, Dorothy took authority over that lion. How many times do we face a lion just like this, a cowardly lion that we face, our adversary, and we don't take authority over him over our life. We have the power. Greater is he that is in us. Somebody say me. me. Greater is he that is in us, you and I, than he that is in this world. The enemy that we face on a daily basis has no authority, has no power as much as we give him authority and power. We have the power with the word of God living on the inside of us that when we speak, things begin to happen. When we speak our authority over our life, over our marriage, over our homes, over our children, speak life over your children. Take authority over your children. The enemy is out there to get our children. But listen, I tell you what, it blessed my soul to see all these kids up here today singing at the top of their lungs, worshiping the Lord that we serve. Why? Because I refuse to allow this generation to pass by without experiencing a true experience of the Almighty God. Why? Because if they taste and see that He is good, then anything out there in the world will not touch them. It will not bother them because they've tasted and seen that God is good. He's trying to get us off course and because our time is short here on earth. But I want to remind you today, Proverbs 15 and 3, it says the eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. Jeremiah 12 and 3, it says, But you, O Lord, you know me. You see me and test my heart towards you. I'll never forget the, the, the message Pastor Faye preached a few months back. The Lord sees us. Look, he never says the Lord sees you. 
He sees you right where you are. There is not a circumstance that you go through that he does not see what you're facing. I'm so glad to know that not only does he see our situation, but he's actively working on our situation. He's actively working out for my good and for his glory because everything that happens in this world, it will be turned around for his glory. Why? Because Romans 8 and 28 tells us this, and we know what? All things work to the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Second Chronicles 16 and 9, it says, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth. Did it say just the United States? No. Didn't say just Mexico. It says he searches the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And the Lord dropped this in my spirit, and this is for somebody here today. Every idle word that has been spoken against you, God is keeping record of. He does not forget anything. I've learned that the more someone is talking about you, it just reflects an issue that they have within themselves that they have not dealt with. Keep letting people talk because God keeps perfect record, and he deals with folks accordingly. He deals with them accordingly. I'm so glad to know I don't have to do a thing. Sit back and watch God move. I've learned that when people come against you, they're not coming against you personally. They're coming against the God inside of you. Because listen, this is a spiritual thing we're fighting here on a daily basis. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers in darkness in this world. We are not fighting against our flesh and blood, but those who... The enemy who is an adversary of our soul. Last time I preached, I spoke about the name of the Lord. He's that strong tower. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is El Shaddai. He is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner. He is Jehovah Rapha, our healer. He is Jehovah Shalom, our peace. And I love the song of, of Firm Foundation. It says, I've still got joy or I've got peace, joy in chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense. I love it. I won't be going on or under because I'm not held by my own strength because I've built my life on Jesus. And he's never let me down. He's faithful through every season. So why would he fail now? He won't. All right. He, I was waiting. He won't, guys. He is not a God that will go back on his word. He is not a God that will lie to us. He will God who keeps his word. If he said he's going to be faithful, he's going to be faithful. He said he's going to be a provider, he's going to be a provider. If he said he'll be a healer, he'll be a healer. If he said he'll be a deliverer, he will be a deliverer just for you. No matter what the situation is, it did not catch him off guard. It did not rock him in his shoes. It did not rock him in his boots because he's steady and he is constant. He is the beautiful rose of Sharon. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He is alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. Isaiah 9 tells us he is the wonderful. He's counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father. He is our prince of peace. He is Emmanuel, God with us. And because of Acts chapter 2, he is now God on the inside of us. He is the good shepherd. He is the Messiah. He is the son of man. He is our deliverer. He is fighting for us and will never leave us nor forsake us. Listen, I'm just trying to tell you who he is this morning. I'm just trying to let you know, remind you that God has not come back on his word. He is still who he said he is and he will not change. The world will not change him and what's going on in Israel will not change him because he kept the promise with Israel and his word will still reign true because he is the God who does not lie. He does not go back on his word. He is a God who is faithful, who is true. When everyone else walks out, that's when he walks in. 
When everyone else turns their back on you, that's when he says, I'm right here with you. He's a friend that will stick closer than a brother. He's the one I can call on to when things get tough. When things are going good, you can praise the Lord. When things are going bad, we can praise the Lord. Why? Because he is the ever-present help in the time of need. He is our refuge. He is our strong tower. He is the rock, my fortress. In him alone I can trust. Courtney, if you could throw up Revelation 5, verse 5 right quick. This is what I want us to get here this morning. I talked about our adversary, the lion, who's like a lion, who ain't even the real thing. He's trying to impose his will against us with some authority that he does not even have. He lost his authority when he was kicked out of heaven. I can only imagine just seeing. The Bible tells us whenever he, he, he would walk, he would, his, his body would just show off music, the most beautiful music I'm sure you would ever hear. And pride got in the way and he kicked him out. God kicked him out of heaven. No, take that back. The angels did. God just sat there. He said, go take care of him. Because he is not concerned with those who are trying to come against him because he is the one. He is the one. He is the all-powerful one. Verse 5, it says, but one of the elders said to me, and I'm going to interject this right quick. We need our elders in our church. We need our elders in the church. These babies that are up here, they need our elders. They need them to pour into them and encourage them, give them wisdom. I wish I would have learned some of the things I knew now that I did when I was a teenager. It might have saved me a little bit of trouble. Okay, I was a little hard-headed too. I'll, I'll take that. Don't you say nothing, Mandy. My grandma can probably say amen. <laughs> Lift up both hands. <laughs> Pastor Pat, lay hands on her. <laughs> but we realize that, 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 that when we go through things and listen, that we need our elders to be there for us. There's a lot of wisdom in this church, a lot of, of great people that have, have been through things, been, th been through things that you wouldn't even know of. But we need our elders to pour into our younger generation. In verse 5, it says, But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep, for behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll. Remember, no one was worthy to open the scroll, but here steps in the lion, the true lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose his seven seals. Courtney, if you'll throw that next picture up, or Tyler, whoever's doing the media. Oh, that's the real one. <laughs> there is nothing cowardly about the true lion of Judah. There is nothing weak and wimpy about the true line of Judah. There is nothing that is, 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 is scary about the, 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 the line of Judah, except when he comes against his enemies. This is one of the most beautiful creatures that God has ever made for me, in my opinion. You have your own opinion, but I, I really believe that the line is one of the most beautiful creatures that God has ever lived. Because when the lion steps in the room, you let a gazelle see a lion. You let a hyena see a lion. Anybody ever watch Lion King? <laughs> I love Lion King. <laughs> All right. My grandma, we had to buy two VHSs for Lion King because I watch it so much. But if I had the ushers bring a lion in here today, bring right hair down this middle aisle, this middle will say, Phew. <laughs> it would. Because the presence of a lion brings weight. The presence of a lion is powerful. And when it steps into the room, you better not be close to it. Especially if he's hungry. Because he does not 
He has no respect to person when it comes to meat. He will devour you, okay? Listen. We have took the lion, the figure of a lion, and you go to anybody ever been to a zoo? We pay to go into a zoo, right? We pay to go look at a lion that's trapped in a cage behind bars. You ready for this? Holy Spirit said, This is what you have done to the lion. You have tried to put him in a cage. You come in on Sunday, you give an offering, and you pay your dues, and you go out and leave the lion tamed up when there's a lion on the inside of you. There is a lion on the inside of each and every one of us that is waiting, that is begging to be unleashed. Is begging to say, let me out. Watch what I will do for you. Watch what God will do for you if you will let the lion, the, do, the lion of the tribe of Judah, out in your life. We sing a song, oh, come on my soul. Don't you get shy on me. Lift up your voice. Why? Because you've got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. Get up and praise the Lord. Inside of those lungs, there is a lion that is waiting to get out. And the only thing, the only way we have to do to release that lion is lift our hands and say, God, let the lion out. Let the lion out because lion, whenever we talk about this, listen, listen. Whenever we talk about Judah means praise, right? The lion of the tribe of Judah. The lion of the tribe of praise. He inhabits the complaints of his people? Nah. He inhabits the worry of his people? No. Nah. He inhabits the praises of his people. That's why he says where two or three are gathered in his name, that he would come and be in the midst of them. Why? Because when he is glorified, when he is magnified, he can't help but come in the room. He can't come up but help but come in and show in in our lives. And that lion, listen, you don't want to make the lion mad. You don't want to make him mad. Because when he is mad, he devours until there is nothing left. Listen, it's good to know that we have a lion on our side, in our life, in our worries, in our sickness, in our, in our, our circumstances. We have a lion that's on the inside of us and beside us in, in the name of Jesus that we have. And that whenever things come our way, the lion of the tribe of Judah will come running on our behalf. He will come running to our rescue. He will come running whenever we need a help. Think about Simba. Whenever he was in the elephant graveyard, he wasn't supposed to, right? He was in there with Nala and Zazu. I think that Zazu's the bird, right? He come flying in and, and they, Simba knew he was in trouble. But then Zazu was a, a messenger for him because he went and told Scar or Simba or, excuse me, Mufasa. No, good gracious, Mufasa. He went and told Mufasa that they were in the elephant graveyard. Now, I'm sure as a daddy, it's like, what in the world? No, he didn't think twice. He took off. He took off because he knew that Simba and Nala were in trouble. And I'm so glad to know, Charles, that when I'm in trouble, when my heart is overwhelmed, when I don't know how to pray, anybody ever been there? When you don't want to lift your hands? That lion comes running on our behalf to say, I'm with you. I have not forsaken you. I have not left you to be eaten by the hyenas. I have not left you for dead, but I am always with you. And he will come running to our rescue just in the nick of time. Yeah. 
just in the nick of time. Remember, our Judah, our, our lion that we worship, that we adore and everything, he rides on the curtails of our praise. When we praise him, he can't help but come down. When the true lion of Judah comes in the room, the enemy begins to flee. When you consider all the reasons to know God as the Lion of Judah, there is a connection that cannot be dismissed. You will never truly understand his position as the Lion of Judah until you understand him as the Lamb who was slain. And if you misunderstand his purpose in being the Lamb, then you will misunderstand his position in being the Lion. Because it's the suffering of Jesus that paves the way for conquering Jesus. It was his lamb-like surrender, which goes against the norms, that positioned him to become the true lion of the tribe of Judah. His meekness, his willingness to say, God, send me. God had a plan when Adam messed up. It took, a son, it took one son, and he says, I'll go. I'll go. And he did that for us today. Rolando, if you'll come to the piano at this time. Would you stand over the house today? And guys, I want to pray before we go into the next part of this service. For one, if, if there's somebody here that does not know the Lord as their personal Savior, today will be a great day for you to say, Lord, I've trusted in the cowardly lion. Let me trust in the true lion of the tribe of Judah. Because friends will let you down. People will let you down. They will hurt you. But there is a God that we have today that will not leave us and will always be there for you. In the middle of the night when you're crying and you're upset, he's right there. During the day when you're at work sitting in your office and worship music playing, he's right there. He does not leave our presence. And I'm so glad to know that he comes running right to where I am. When I need him the most, he comes running. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, if there's one here today that does not know the Lord as their Savior, I want you to take some inventory this morning. Because, guys, the greatest gift that we can have been given in this life is the gift of salvation. The free, free gift. I love free. And he gave it so freely that he gave his own self for it. And if that's you today, say, Pastor Michael, I, I need Jesus. I need that lion on my behalf. I want you to slip your hand up if you will. Nobody looking. Thank you. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Anybody else? Anybody else? Thank you for that hand. pray and if you will just make that step that line will meet you right here up there at the front there will be elders to meet you there will be other ones to meet you and they will encourage you they will help you and they will pray for you Father we thank you today God for what you have given to our hearts today and I'm thankful today, God, that in the end, 
we win. We, not, we win not according to our own strength, not according to our own will and our own way, but according to you, the great I am, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the beginning and the end and everything in between. God, we trust you today because you're sovereign. Our hope cannot be put in anything else but you. You will not fail. You love us, oh God. You look out for us, oh God. And you're so good. So, so good. So good. We're going to do a little body ministry before we dismiss, okay? I want you to look to your neighbor and say, can I pray for you about something? Can I pray for you about something? It's okay. You can whisper in their ear. I appreciate that, man. You whisper in their ear, hey, I got you. I got you. We'll do a little body ministry today, okay? We're going to pray and encourage our brother and sister. Because a lot of times we face battles, silent battles that no one knows about. There have been times in my life where I've been fighting and when I've come to church, I don't really feel like I'm fighting anymore because of the encouragement of our brothers and sisters. Begin to pray for your brother and sister today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare right now in this house, Lord, every need that is under the sound of my voice, every situation that is beyond our control, God, everything that is happening for every person here today, God, we trust you and we know that you are already working it out, God. We know that you are working on our behalf, God, for our good and for your glory. God, we declare right now in this room, God, we care that marriages are being mended back together, God. Marriages are being restored, God. Those who have been battling in, in, in marriage, God, we declare that they are restored in Jesus name. God, we declare lives and bodies are healed. We didn't declare right now, Jehovah Rapha, fill the room. Jehovah Rapha, push out anxiety. Jehovah Rapha, push out headaches. Jehovah Rapha, push out fear. Jehovah Rapha, push out cancer. Jehovah Rapha, push out diabetes. We declare right now, you do what only you can do, God. God, we declare right now that you will be a deliverer, God. You would be a deliverer for your people, Lord. We declare, God, there is no one worthy to open up the squirrel except for you, O oh Lord. And we're glad today, God, that you are always fighting for us. God, you are always there on our behalf. God, you are always there when everyone else will walk out. God, that's when you walk in, Lord, when everything else has gone crazy, when we don't know which way to go and we don't know which way to do. God, you are always there. You are always providing for us. And God, I pray that the Prince of Peace, Jehovah Shalom, may it fill the room. May it fill the room today, God. May it fill the room over the minds, the minds of your people. May they be at rest, oh Lord. May it be at rest today, God, knowing that you are in control. You are in control today, God. Jehovah Shalom, fill the room. Fill the room. God, those who have been sleeping, not been able to sleep at night, we declare rest upon their body. Rest upon their body. Rest upon their mind. Rest upon their heart, God. Rest upon everything, God, right now because you are in control. Jehovah Shalom, rest on them.
never let me down. Jesus, we thank you today. God, we thank you today. God, you're so good to us, oh Lord. He won't fail, guys. Lucy never said, he won't. He don't lie. He won't fail. The faithful one is flowing through the room. The God, the King of kings and Lord of lords is flowing through the room. I better pass this mic up or we'll be here for another 30 minutes. The Lord is in the room. We thank you today. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise today? Amen. You may be seated, please. Uh, may I ask the remainder of the board to come forward, please? And while they're coming forward, uh, I just want to thank God just being here today and each and every one of you um, it goes to show you how much you love our pastors because we do have a full house today we want to thank you uh, Pastor Kim and Tim will y'all come forward please I just want to thank God. I am, trust me. <laughs> I can't joke with him because he'll get me back, okay? <laughs> I just want to thank God just being able to present y'all with this gift today. Um, I know from experience, I know that you are who you say you are, both of you. And you fell right in behind a good pastor. We love both of you. We love each and every pastor here in this church, and we just want to thank you for what y'all are doing and what you are going to do. Because I really believe we have we haven't seen anything yet, and we just want to thank you and God bless. And God bless each and every one of you, both of you. Okay, God bless.
thank you, everyone, for your for your love and your support. When Kim and I came back home two years ago, <clears throat> people asked me, said, why, why are you going back home? We'd been in Charleston for 13 years, or 12 years almost, and Columbia for right at 13. People were like, why are you going back to Laurenburg? Well, first of all, because God said so. And uh, even, what, 33 years ago when we moved away, people would joke and say we were just we were just on loan for 33 years to do ministry in other areas. <clears throat> but we came home because God said so, and we came home to honor our pastors, Kenneth and Joyce Blees, and our spiritual mother, and not just uh, my wife's mother, father and mother, but our spiritual parents as well. And I realized something yesterday. I was scrolling through social media, and I saw my cousin, Jeff Maley, <clears throat> excuse me, had a picture on there that said, I love Laurenburg. And it hit me, and I was like, you know what? I love Laurenburg. I love Scotland County. I really, really, really love Marlboro County. I love Robco. I pray for Richmond a lot. <laughs> love Richmond. My first church up there, we pastored seven years in Rockingham. I love Moore. I, I love all of the surrounding counties. And I say that because, uh, Anthony, I do believe we haven't scratched the surface of what God wants to do in and through us yet. And I believe it's going to overflow into those areas. And if you'll give me just a moment, I want to acknowledge our, our other pastors. First, I need to take a moment. Less than six months ago, Our pastor emeritus, Kenneth Blease, was promoted to heaven to his reward. This is the first time in, I believe, 53 years that Pastor Blease has not been a part of physically Northview's pastor's appreciation. but we sure do acknowledge him spiritually. If you're able, I would like to take a moment of silence and if you're able, I would like for you to stand and let's just, we can't give him a gift today, but let's honor his memory with a moment of silence. Holy Father, we thank you today 
for the memory, the influence, and the impression, the fingerprint of Kenneth Blees that is all over this ministry, the spiritual DNA of Kenneth Blees that is in the very framework and foundation of what this ministry is and what it does. So, Lord, we honor the man, the myth, and the legend, as I would jokingly call him. But you said in your word, you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. And that, sure enough, Lord, fit Kenneth Blees to a T. So we know without a doubt that his reward has been great. And I know Hebrews <clears throat> chapter 11 ends that great faith chapter and it goes into chapter 12 and it talks about those great cloud of witnesses, those saints who have gone on before. So the implication is there that folks in heaven can see what's going on down here, but they see it a whole lot more clearly than we do. They see your plan at work. But uh, Lord, if you'd send some angels by to high five Kenneth Blees today, we'd certainly be appreciative for that. And everybody said amen. amen. All right, you can be seated. Would you put your hands together and just, let's thank God for the, the honor of having Kenneth Blees in our life. And I'm going to go through these pretty swiftly here. I'm not taking up a lot of time. Uh, and I'm going to give you all a gift. So you don't need to come up here. We'll get it to you, okay? Next, I'm going to go in, in order of uh, seniority. I started to say longevity, but that's the wrong word, okay? Yeah, I don't think you use longevity with a woman. That might incline she being old. And we don't have any old women on this staff. My mama didn't raise no fool. Well, she might have thought different but times, but anyway, all right? <clears throat> Let's acknowledge, would you put your hands together and you can just be seated there. Would you acknowledge Pastor Joyce Blees today? Not only has she been a pastor's wife, but to many of us, she has fulfilled the responsibility as a spiritual mother speaking into many of us and correcting many of us and drafting us when we refuse to volunteer. Oh, a bunch of hands went up on that around the sanctuary. For 50-plus years, Joyce Bleeds served alongside her husband, Kenneth, as a part of the leadership team of Northview Harvest Ministries. <clears throat> she continues today to serve as Minister of Music, heads up our Creative Arts Ministries, and assists with giving pastoral care to many in the church, but specifically uh, allotting her attention to our seniors. So would you one more time put your hands together in appreciation. For Pastor Joyce, please. Next, we will acknowledge Pastor Faye Coates. 
Pastor Faye's a lot like myself. We're very uncomfortable in situations like this. We're more behind the scenes and driving the, the driving the train that gets the ministry done, uh, and uncomfortable in front of receiving. But Pastor Faye, keep shaking your head no, but today's your day to receive. <laughs> Beth, better come talk to your mama. Pastor Faye is a dedicated member of the Northview Harvest Ministry staff and serves the Lord in several capacities of ministry at Northview Harvest Ministries. She is a teaching pastor on Wednesday nights who brings a well of wisdom uh, to her class, helping those in celebrating recovery. She is a vital part of the pastoral staff in giving compassionate care into shepherding God's flock across this city not just to those who are part of Northview Harvest Ministries, but uh, to those that do not even attend this ministry. She is known for her great compassion and her loving heart as a shepherd of God. By the way, if you don't think that women should be in ministry, you're probably in the wrong place. <laughs> and we believe in godly order, and we believe there are some things that, that, uh, that need to be maintained according to God's principles, but we also know that the first people that he sent to tell them that he had resurrected, that he was risen, was some ladies. Amen. Pastor Faye also serves uh, as the director of Restoring Hope Center, where in 2022, the year, two years after that thing called COVID in 2020, Restoring Hope Center uh, dispersed more than $2 million in benevolent aid to people across the Scotland County and this entire region and the southeast from Tennessee down to Georgia, I believe. So would you give the Lord a praise today for the gift of Pastor Faye? And she's pointing back. She's probably going to tell me later, that's all because of my team. It's all because of my team at Restoring Hope Center. And that is the truth. And I can tell you right now that this ministry, all that you've seen today, this wonderful worship, these beautiful little kids, all these teenagers, everything that happens inside this ministry, folks, is because there are folks that have put their hand to that plow as a mighty team to help push this thing. So Pastor Faye's got a team there at Restoring Hope Center, but I believe this entire ministry, folks back live stream, media, sound, nursery, children's church, we are all just one big team. And I believe I'm the biggest cheerleader. Now, I just want to interject this because I was making up a list and I figured I had Pastor Michael next, but I, I figured I better go ahead and interject someone as senior pastor. I know Anthony has acknowledged me and my wife, but I need to acknowledge the uh, co-pastor of this ministry and that's Pastor Kim Hodge. The son was born May 23rd, 1990. 
That would put him a tad over 33 years old. He was six weeks old when we first went to pastor our first church. And my words, my wife's words, while holding that little, little baby in her arms, were these words. I'm going to go to church. I will go to the women's ministries meetings. But I'm going to sit on the back row and I'm going to take care of my baby. Don't ask me to do anything else. How did that work for you? It didn't. <laughs> Not enough can be said about this lady. She is continually interacting with people in this ministry, in this community, and ministries around the world. She gives of her time in counseling, cooking. Hold on for y'all get excited. I know y'all looking like, whoo, she sure does cook. Hold on just a minute now. Let me finish my sentence. Cooking and or delivering food to shut-ins or people in need in the ministry. And some of you watching this online right now will say, yeah, Pastor Kim brings us food. What, about every other week or so, she'll cook a meal and take it around. She's wonderful to go with shut-ins and uh, visit with them. She's wonderful to make hospital visits. And just so happened, like last week, Kara, there y'all are. Last week, when they were at the Women's Ministries Conference, our ladies were, and Kara, Justin, they had a situation where my little J-man had, a, what was it, a four-wheeler motorcycle accident, and he got airlifted to Grand Strand. And who happened to be there but our ladies, and uh, who made her way to the hospital? It's Miss Kim. She is constantly expanding her own borders to be a better leader, teacher, and communicator of God's truths. And one of her greatest gifts is she can put up with her husband. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, a young man that we took on staff, as I said, I was going in order of seniority, a young man that came on staff several months back uh, Pastor Michael Hunt. And of course, we understand this Pastor Michael, uh, he is not a solo package, but he needs somebody to help him stay straight too, like I do. And we have Miss Mandy, so would y'all show Miss Mandy some love? <clears throat> and I look forward to the day that we can uh, get Pastor Michael on, get him away from the city or the county, whoever he works with. I guess I better not say that too loud. <clears throat> but uh, we want him. We want to get him to a place that he's full time here in ministry at the church. We want to get him there as soon as possible. He and Mandy, even before we came here, I believe they had started working with the Merge 2040 group. Merge, let me hear y'all. That's folks in their 20s to 30s and 40s. Uh, and they do, they do a lot of things together, ministry things, not just hanging out, having fun. Uh, so when I talked with several months back, I brought it up to the uh, board of directors that hey 
we need to hire this young man on. Even if we can just start part-time, we need to hire him on. And uh, we all came to the conclusion. We had a job description, and we came to this conclusion. He's doing the work already because it's in his heart. And I would say that's probably my major thing there. My love and my appreciation for Pastor Michael is this young man gets it. It's not about the show, and it's not about the dough. It's about honoring God, loving God, and loving people. And we appreciate Pastor Michael. We appreciate your life and your heart, and you and Miss Mandy. And, uh, well, Mr. Judah's out, too. But uh, we love Mr. Judah. We love you and your family. Would you all show them some love one more time? I think Danny's coming up next. Danny, while you're coming, let me say one more thing. Uh, the Kona ice truck. Who's going to stop and get an uh, ice cream cone today? All right? Nice. I need to talk to you, man. What's your what, what? Sorry, Jeannie, what's your grandson's name? Parker. Parker. Hey, Parker, I'm Tim. I'm sorry that some things have happened in your life, Parker, but <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> Never a dull moment. If you're going to get Kona ice today, uh, is Miss Joanne already going to move the truck? All right. The truck's going to be, I believe, out there to the left when you go out the door. And I think they're going to mark off that, that driveway that goes straight across. They're going to mark that off. So if you're parked at the side over here, we're going to need you to exit around the back side of the building. We're cutting off traffic where the truck's going to be because the little kid's running back and forth. Y'all with me on that? We just want to be safe, but take your time. You'll get the tickets, and I love y'all. God bless you. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. It's been a great service. Amen. I tell you, um, the praise and worship, the word, powerful. And uh, so I'm, it's a good thing, maybe not a good thing, that I'm last. Because <laughs> I'm a little, sometimes I get a little long-winded, so, but I'm going I'm to try to keep it short today. But it is, a, it is a privilege, though, to be able to be here and to honor our pastors. And um, I'm glad that Pastor Tim brought up Pastor Blees. Because when we was like, we was in worship and, and the song that we were singing about uh, the saints laying their crown at it. I visualized. I seen it. So beautiful. Um, but I'm going to pray over the pastors. And if we would, uh, the pastors line up front, uh, those that can. And Miss please, if you want. Uh, Pastor Faye, if y'all can, if you can't, if you're comfortable there. But as, as they're coming, you know, I'm thinking about this and, and trying to get it together. You know, the best way to pray over the pastors is to pray the word. Amen? To pray the word, the word of God. And uh, in Romans chapter 10 and verse 14, I'm going to pray, of course, when I get through reading the verses, but this is this is part of the whole thing is, is praying the word of God because how many how many you don't have to raise your hand up. Just ask yourself that you pray for the pastors and their families 
every day. Just think about that. You know, they need our prayers. We need their prayers. They need our prayers. We've talked about being a team. It's just not the pastors leading this church. We're a team. We're in, this, we're in this together. The Bible says we are to encourage one another and to build one another up. Amen? They need us. They need your prayers. And in Romans chapter 10, verse 14, it says, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? That's the word. I uh, also want to read, uh, I'm going to, like I say, I'm going to, I'm going to, in 1 Kings, I'm not going to read this, but just mention it. When Solomon prayed, he didn't know what, whether he was praying or whether he was asleep. He didn't know, but he found out that he was asleep and had a vision, and God asked him what he wanted. And Solomon didn't pray for riches. He didn't pray for land. He prayed for wisdom and discernment to know how to govern these people. And that's the prayer that we pray. You want to know how to pray over our pastors? We pray the word over them. They want an understanding heart. They want a clear mind so they can hear the voice of God, understand his vision for this church. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, and also, I finish up in Ephesians chapter 1, and I'm going to start with verse 16. If you want to know how to pray for your pastors, and I'm sure they would appreciate it very, very much. Paul was saying, I have not stopped giving thanks for you. We have not stopped not giving thanks for you. Thank you for all that you do. Paul says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, and I'm going to add this, and Northview Harvest Ministries and the Restoring Hope Center. The riches of his glorious inheritance in the, his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe that power is the same as the mighty strength that he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. Can I get amen? Amen. 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 Our precious Heavenly Father, we just thank you today. First of all, God, we thank you for your presence in this place. God, we thank you that you are so, so good to us. And God, we just pray today over our pastors. We not only pray over our pastors, Lord, but we pray over their families. We pray, Father God, that you would give them the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding that they need. Because, Lord, they face so many things that we don't even know about. But, God, you see everything. 
And in your word, you say that you have already made a way of escape as they come into situations and circumstances that they face. And God, we just pray for the anointing. We pray for the anointing of the Spirit of God to rest upon them and in them, God. We pray, Father God, that they will be sensitive and obedient to the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit leads them. God, we pray for their eyes to be opened. We pray for their ears to be opened, their heart and their mind to hear the voice of God. We pray, Father, for your word to fall upon good soil in their hearts that it will bring forth a harvest for your kingdom. God, we just pray over their families that you would take care of their families. We pray, Father, that you would just guide your families, that you would go before their families. And we ask, oh, Lord, if there's anyone lost in their families, God, we pray. We pray, God, over their lost family members, God, because, God, this is the year, God, that you're calling the prodigals home. And, God, we believe that you have spoken that to us. And we pray that over every pastor's, all their families, God, we pray. We pray for the prodigals to come home. And, Father, we just give you praise and glory and honor, God, for who you are. And we thank you, Father, for our pastors. And, God, may you go with them each and every day. And we speak your blessings over them. We place your angels around them, God, to keep them safe from all the evil and the harm that is in this world. God, we ask that you go with them, and we ask that you go before them. And, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for sending these precious people into our, our, into our lives to equip us, to equip us, God, and to build us up and to strengthen us so that we can all do the work of the Lord. And, Father, we give you praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. Everybody says amen, amen. Okay, so what we're going to do um, is we're going to uh, honor our pastors. And we can, you can start and come around this way and give them a, your gift or just shake their hand, tell them that you love them, appreciate them, tell them that you pray them for them. Because, you know, we